Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back with another Western North Carolina fishing report with Dale Collins of Tuckasegee Fly Shop. How are you doing, Dale? Pretty good, Marvin. Hope you are. We're hunkering down and social distancing. Absolutely. So uh, what's the state of play at the shops in Sullivan, Bryson City these days? So we are um, we're closed along uh, you know with the governor's executive order of uh, you know businesses and whatnot that are not um, essential and even though fishing we feel is an essential activity um, we had we had folks coming in the shop from uh, you know from all over the country you know even as all these guidelines are in place from New York City and Atlanta and we love seeing those folks, but uh, with everything going on right now, it's just not a good idea. So to keep keep customers safe and uh, our families safe, we we decided it was just just best to go ahead and shut down during this uh, at least for the thirty days that the governor has the state on the stay at home order, and um, and then we'll reevaluate it at the end of that and uh, go from there. Um, so in the meantime, uh, you know um, we're doing um, email orders. You can still book trips. Uh, you can even, uh, if you book them for, you know, to be determined when we're on the other side of this, you can book them for a discount and, uh, we will process email orders every Wednesday. So fly tying needs or, um, you know, any kind of merchandise gear, uh, you know, um, be glad to help folks out. You know, these stimulus checks, you know, uh, they're, they're sending them out from the, the treasury and, and the idea is that people spend that money. So, uh, to stimulate the economy. So by all means, if anybody's shopping for a rod or some new waders, certainly give us a call. We'll be glad to help with that. Absolutely. And it's kind of an odd time too, because the fishing situation is kind of getting weirder and weirder and seems to change by the day in terms of decisions being made either to close access so people can't get to fishing um, or basically decisions being made that it's not safe for people to be on the water. Kind of what are you seeing in the Bryson city area and what are your suggestions for folks? You know, the, the biggest thing, um, is to use common sense. Um, you know, the Tuckasegee this weekend, um, was actually pretty busy and that's okay. If everybody's out there, uh, doing their six foot distance thing, um, but some of them weren't. And, um, you know, if NC Wildlife is going to continue to see people ignoring social distancing rules, even while fishing, then they, they might end up closing it. And, you know, we've seen that in South Carolina. They're not stocking. They're not allowing people to fish the rivers. You can't fish the lakes. And so we don't want to get into that situation. Um, and, you know, for Jackson County and even Swain County, um, if you come in from another county, um, outside of just, you know, for work responsibilities, then you actually are supposed to quarantine for 14 days. So let's say you're coming up here, for instance, from Thomasville, North Carolina, then technically you're supposed to quarantine for 14 days before you go fishing. Um, so, uh, you know, there's, there's that whole weird side of it too, because you're probably going to go to a drive through or go to a gas station while you're up here and you could spread it and not even know that you're spreading this, this mess. So, um, yeah, it, it's, it's, let's, we got to kind of take a moment and be responsible and, and do our civic duty is what it comes down to, um, in, in this, this weird time. Um, but just be smart. Um, and, and I, you know, you and I were talking, uh, before here, you know, go, let's, let's get out in our backyards and find the Creek and, um, what, find out what's around us, you know, um, 
there's there's some amazing waters around all of these all of these cities uh, where a lot of our uh, customer base comes from. Whether it's you know Chattahoochee or or something in Georgia, uh, North Georgia, or um, the Piedmont Triad. I know um, I've I've waded the Upper Yadkin um, in Yadkin County, Yadkin County um, for smallmouth. Um, and they're getting moving, you know, that water temp has hit 60 for us here in Western North Carolina. So I know the Smalley's and, uh, the Yadkin are certainly getting active. So, um, you know, definitely pay attention to water levels, but, but get out there if you can. Um, you know, the, uh, what's the, the, the head the deep river, uh, Randolph County, um, places like that, uh, Rocky river down towards Charlotte, I think even. But it, 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 it's amazing. I remember growing up, man, one of my favorite memories fishing is just going to the creek down there in central Davidson County where I grew up. And, I mean, you could just about jump across this creek in a couple of places. But uh, me and my buddy Matt, we, we caught a two-pound smallmouth in that little bitty creek. Who knows where that fish came from or how he got there. Um, but, man, that was a fish we'll never forget because it was in our backyard and it was uh, it was a nice fish. So, yeah, get out there and explore. Um, fish the local waters for sure. Yeah, I think staying close to home is certainly good advice because, you know, folks, if we're going through this pain and suffering of social distancing, the sooner we do it and the better we do it, the sooner we can kind of get on the other side of all this stuff. And I think, you know, probably the only other thing I would add is, you know, you probably, before you go fish somewhere, you might want to go check the websites for the access because it's changing really quickly. Um, and the last thing you want to do is right. get out and um, – and find out that you're not supposed to be somewhere because that that's just not any good. And um, you know, it's interesting too. We got a lot of stuff going on, right? So Shannon Messer, uh, who is in the store in Bryson City, I don't know if folks know this or not. If they follow you guys on social media, but uh, Shannon has made the Elite Eight in the uh, Norvice Tying Challenge, and um, the prize for winning that contest is I think is a five hundred dollar gift card or gift certificate from the folks at Norvice and. Shannon doesn't want to win for himself. He says if he wins, he wants to give the prize away to an everyday hero. That's right. And he's, he's uh, you know, he's, he's tied. It's, it's been an amazing competition. It's uh, from Norvice Ambassadors all over the world. Um, his first one was a jig nymph. And, uh, man, that was a tough, that was close with the other fellow that he was tying against. They tied almost the same fly, just different styles. And I think it was maybe 10 votes that separated them. And then the next fly he had to tie was um, a streamer. And if any of you know Shannon, he is a dry fly guru, traditional nymph guru. Um, So for him to have, he tied in a beautiful articulated dungeon style uh, streamer and um, it it got him to the next level. So um, Wednesday, um, they will post the next round on the Norvice page and we'll certainly post it to ours. Um, it's the dry fly side of things. So it's kind of in his wheelhouse. Um, so we're excited about that. And, um, just so cool of him to be donating, um, the proceeds of that to, you know, somebody that's working their tails off right now to keep us all safe. Yeah, absolutely. And, and what I would say folks is when you hear this fishing report, cause it's going to come out on Wednesday in the, in, you know, starting Wednesday evening, go check the tuck fly shop, Facebook page and vote for Shannon's pattern. Yeah, that's that's the biggest thing. You have to you you can we'll, we'll post how to get to it, but you have to also go to not just our post, but actually get to the Norvice post um, and like Shannon's fly. Make sure you pay attention to which picture is Shannon, and um, 
and and we'll certainly make sure in the Facebook post you know which one is Shannon's. Um, but yeah, five hundred dollars of uh, Norvice swag, uh, accessories, and all that stuff. So um, you know, it, it's very very cool of him to uh, be donating that. Yeah, no, he's a super great guy. So folks, please uh, help him out on that. And you know, we've got a question from one of our regular listeners, Jonathan, and I would say Dale. Yeah, absolutely. And so what I would say is he's he he has a question about when's a good time to fish hatchery supported water versus fishing wild and DH water. And I would say, let's just assume for purposes of answering this question that we didn't have any COVID-19 issues. Uh, so we don't unnecessarily complicate it. And Jonathan, just remember to apply all the stuff we talked about earlier in the fishing report to whatever answer Dale gives you. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So, you know, of course we're, we're on the, we're on the, um, I guess the South side of the, you know, closure for hatchery supported waters. So hatchery supported waters are open as of last Saturday. So it is legal to fish them. And you sort of, uh, NC wildlife does a great job of informing people, um, when they're stock, when they're stocking these. And, um, it surprises a lot of folks to know, um, that a lot of the hatchery supported waters in Jackson County, um, and Swain County, uh, are stocked through the summer all the way. I think there might be one that even gets fish in August. So it's got to be obviously cold water. And and the idea with hatchery supported waters is that um, these are cold waters already. They just need a little support from the hatchery to uh, to make sure people can uh, harvest fish and maintain the habitat and keep everything in balance. But um, so let's take for example Scott Creek there in Silva. Um, usually in August, in the afternoons, the waters will reach around 72, 74 degrees, just depending on what kind of summer we're having, but, um, they'll stock those and you're going to catch a mix from, you'll catch some wild fish and you fish like a dry dropper setup. Um, and let's say you fish a flashy nymph under, uh, any kind of bluing or a caddis or something like, or even a hopper, maybe you'll get the wild fish on the top water. Uh, but you might pick up that stock fish on the nymph. So, um, and generally, as far as the fight goes, uh, you're not going to notice the difference. Um, and, you know, the NC wildlife guys tell us that, you know, visually you can easily notice the difference. Um, certainly the wilder, fit, wilder fish are going to be much prettier than the ones from the hatchery. Uh, but man, it's, I love hatchery supported waters, um, pretty much now through, you know, September, like you get into September, that's like sometimes our hottest month. So, um, but a lot of times those, those waters, you don't need waders, just wear some long pants, wet wading socks and wading boots and watch out for the, uh, Slytherin friends and, um, and poison ivy and you'll have a great day. Yeah. And on the pattern side for the hatchery fish, you know, we're really kind of talking about fishing DH patterns, right? Squirmies, Y2Ks, Pat's rubber leg, stuff like that. That's right. Yeah. Because they're going to be, you know, generally freshly stocked. So they they've stocked some obviously they stock during the month of march so you might catch a fish maybe a hatchery fish even on a dry fly in july that's been in there long enough to figure out what hatches are and what food uh, he needs to eat to survive but if you if you're on a um let's say you're on a section that maybe recently was stocked it's in july and they stock it in july then yeah the egg patterns the squirmies the junk food all that's going to work really well yeah give them the big mac and folks um 
remember to send us your questions. We love to have them. And if we read your question, I'll send you some articulate fly swag and you're going to get into a drawing for something from the tuck fly shop on the other side of all this COVID-19 stuff. Before I let you hop, Dale, why don't you let folks know the best way to get in touch with you so that they can support the shop while you're at least close to foot traffic, book a trip at a discount, place an online order, uh, support you guys during these tough times. Sure. Yeah. We'll be working um, to try to get our online store back going again, but um, you can find all our information at tuckflyshop.com. Um, and uh, you can, um, our phones, we, we took our phones down that have a message, you know, regarding our email. You can email us at uh, info at tuckflyshop.com. And uh, we will be on that every day and we'll be back in touch with everybody and um, be glad to take care of you in the meantime you know we've got some content on uh certainly with facebook and also our youtube channel so um give all that a listen and uh you know be glad to help anybody best we can absolutely and you're filling your online orders on wednesdays right that's the uh, that's the current going because you know we're in this stay-at-home order so um you know we kind of want to just limit how much we're out and um and that that helps with that process and you know, if we know there's one day a week, then we can go in there and, and get, you know, half a dozen or a dozen orders together and, and get them out the door to the post office. And just, just making efficient uh, time and uh, staying safe through this. Absolutely. And folks, you know, stay safe. Look out for your fellow man. If you can fish close to home responsibly, get out and catch a few, explore some new waters um, and uh, take care and tight lines. And we'll see you on the other side. Tight lines, Dale. You too, Marvin. Marvin.